Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is the Finch Show, and I am James Finch. Where we're talking cosplay, 3D printing, and all things that are nerdy and rad. On this episode of the podcast, my guest is Lainey Fenny, who has done such marvelous things in the industry. Um, everything from Lady Thor, she's especially known for Supergirl, she's done Catwoman, I mean, just a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, if you know her, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, Go follow her on Instagram, Facebook, again, Lainey Fenny, um, and all the taglines are right there. But without further ado, I'm just going to get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Lainey. Okay, um, I, I am here with Lainey. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. Um, first and foremost, where are you Where are you originally from? Um. Washington, D.C., Metro, B.A., Maryland area. I don't really want to say like exactly where, but in that area. Right. Um, born and raised, been here pretty much my whole life. You like it? Yeah. So I went to work today and then I drove back home from work. And that's why I was late to this because, um, you know, I probably live like 10 miles from work and it takes me an hour or so each way every day so it's like two hours in traffic every day so of course i'm like making plans and i'm like mm, probably not gonna make it by seven o'clock <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, it's it's cool it's kind of a lot you can be you know at the beach in two hours and you can be in the mountains in another two hours like it's jobs here um so yeah i like it i'll keep it, it. It is a beautiful area. I've been through that area several times and I think you're absolutely right. I think uh, I don't, probably I, does like the majesty of DC pop for you since you've been <laughs> in that area your whole life or. So I'm not in the city. Um, of course, I go there often and I've been there a million times. It's not I mean, it's it's beautiful. I mean, every time I go, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is beautiful. I can understand why people come here and the history and everything but i'm not like i'm not i'm not like excited to go look at the monuments for the 800th time <laughs> yeah after a while they're just they're just stone yeah just, i mean it's yeah. kind of something you just do like whenever you have people in town you're like yeah we'll go to dc mm -hmm. fair enough fair enough um so getting into the the bigger stuff um what was it that got you into cosplay to begin with so um I, I feel like I get asked this question all the time and I never know. I always answer it differently. <laughs> it's like a combination of things. I mean, when I was a kid, like I always, I always like liked dressing up. Like I always want, but I always wanted never wanted to be like the pretty princess girl. Like I always wanted to be like Phantom of the Opera was like my big thing. Phantom of the Opera and Michael Jackson were like my big things that I like dressed up like, um, instead of like, you know, little girls wear like princess dresses and stuff. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to be Christine Daae. I want to be a fan of the opera. Um, <laughs> and then I went to college and like, I kind of just like had jobs here and there while I was in school. And one of my jobs I had was um, working at an amusement park um, as a vampire. So I was like a professional vampire for years, which was the coolest job I think I've ever had. Um, and then, but of course it was only like 10 bucks an hour. Like, like I don't know, I, you can live off of that in Richmond, but no. Um, so eventually I was like, all right, I need a career. So I started, you know, applying to different places after I graduated and um, finally got my, like what I call my big girl job. Um, and it was just like, 
I mean, I love it. It's awesome, but it's just like kind of soul sucking when you're like out being a vampire, scaring the crap out of people every day. And then you have this like nine to five office job where you're just like sitting in traffic. So I was like, I really need to like do something to fulfill this. Like, I don't know what you call it. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't really know, like, cause I've been doing this for a long time and I didn't, I don't think cosplay was like as popular as it is. It wasn't as popular as it is now. Um, so I bought a Supergirl outfit and I found a group of people that did um, like children's charities at hospitals um, so we went around to like Georgetown MedStar and like Children's National in DC and like some other children's hospitals. And we would just like visit the children's hospitals and, uh, it's really sad. <laughs> um, but we did that for a really long time. And then after I got met all those people there, they were kind of just like, you should start going to Comic-Con. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I guess I will. We'll try, <laughs> but I didn't even know that it was like really a thing until then because it wasn't. And it was always like weird to be nerdy in high school, which I was too. So I don't know. It was like, people think this is cool. Okay. I guess I'll. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's always the change you make. You like, you feel like, uh, cause I was the same way, like, you know, high school and stuff like that nerdy side, you kind of kept it sort of hidden. You kind of kept yeah. it kind of tucked away. And the older you get, you're like, I don't care. This is what I like doing. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. But now it's like cool to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to high school at the wrong time. That's the problem, know. you know? <laughs> I know. So I got to rewind it back to the professional vampire part because that part just like, for some reason, my brain is just locked onto that. <laughs> so is it just like you go into work every day, dress up like a vampire and then work an eight hour shift out in amusement park, scaring kids or how did that work? Um, yeah, it's kind of like working at those like haunt, like, I guess they call them haunt actors, which is a whole other like click of people that I also never realized was a thing until I started doing it. Um, yeah, that you just, you know, you go in for your makeup, they have a makeup artist, she does your makeup, you put on your costume outfit that they give you. Um, and then you, yeah, you just scare the crap out of little kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love kids. I've been working with kids for so long. That is cool. I like that. Like your professional child scare, but yeah. probably putting it as professional vampire is even better. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The um, so uh, what was it? Um, I guess I would say uh, what what do you think? Like you know, you said that uh, you you know you bought the Supergirl suit and you decided to you know start doing this. What was um, that uh, that experience of you touched on briefly um, going to charity events, doing those kind of things, um, which is interesting. I've talked to several people who've done that and prior to beginning to talk to people about cosplay for whatever reason, it was something that hadn't occurred to me, but the more I get to know people and get to talk to people, I find that that's something that's a regular thing that people enjoy doing. Um, I realize that can be, yeah, definitely be a sad thing, uh, but that's gotta be so uplifting for the children. Yeah. They, and they were always like so happy to like the happiest. And like I would be having it, like they would make me happy somehow. I know that it was supposed to be my job, like making them happy, but I'd be like, oh man, like, you know, whatever. Today sucked at work or something. You know, I sat in traffic for hours and then I would like go sit in traffic for another hour and then like hang out with these kids and just be like the happiest I've ever been. And I was like, how is this even possible? Like they, 
they know what's happening to them, mm-hmm. but they're still just like, so really it was like, <laughs> it was like them uplifting me. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they loved it, but um, yeah, really it was, it was for me also. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think in some ways it would almost be like a, a perspective check. Yeah, because you, know, sure. you get so caught up in your emails and like you said, traffic and getting here in your busy schedule. And for them, that's not anything yeah. that's a concern at all. It was. Yeah. Like some of them would go. Some of them were in high school. A lot of them were really young or they would go to school and then they'd like get their dialysis treatment or whatever in the morning and then like go to school and then come back with their homework and their backpacks and then sit again like for another like four hours for their dialysis treatment and like. I would be sitting there like in my Supergirl outfit, like doing their homework with them. And I'm just like, how are you doing this? Like mm-hmm. I hated doing my homework, you know, not on dialysis. <laughs> like, how are you doing this? But- right. Yeah. That's uh that's, that's pretty incredible. Um, what, um, so when you first, is there like any kind of particular experience you can draw from in your head? Like the first time that you went to a Comic-Con, was that kind of a new experience for you? Yeah, um, so it's probably like eight years ago now. I don't even know how long I've been doing this. Um, I think like eight years ago, I went to Baltimore Comic Con, and my cousin was like, he he makes these super suits, um, and he sells them for a crap ton. And I'm like, you go. Um, <laughs> um, so, but he was he wore his Superman suit, and he was like, I was like, well, what am I gonna wear? Like, I'll just go with you. And he was like, no, no, just like, don't you have like fishnets or something? Or like, you can be Black Canary. And I was like, yeah, I mean, uh, Black Canary has always been pretty much like, I I love Black Canary. So yeah, I'll I'll do that. I have blonde hair. I guess I can rock her. Um, And I just kind of like, you know, threw on fishnets and leotard and like, that was it. And um, (laughs) it's really embarrassing looking back on it now. (laughs) But I just like walked in and everybody was just like, and like, let me take your picture. Like, and all these photographers were like coming up to me and like everybody wanted to talk to me about black Canary comics and, or DC comics. And um, I don't know, everyone just was like super friendly and open. And I was like, wow, this is, I didn't even know this was a thing. Like these are my people now. <laughs> I know this is a thing. Like these are, I can be normal here and people aren't going to make fun of me. So this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I 100% know that for the first time I went to a con, I felt the same way. The first time, like, my friend was like, hey, you know, and I'd always been into comics, been a nerd stuff. And uh, my friend was like, hey, you know, and I lived like a couple hours outside Chicago. He was like, hey, do you want to go to Chicago Comic Con this weekend? I'm like, yeah, I guess. And maybe it was just me, but in my head, I just figured it would be like a large dank room with people just selling <laughs> comics. Like, it didn't occur to yeah. me, like, what a festival atmosphere it was. I'm like, I remember the second I walked in, like my heart meter, like went through the roof and I'm like, yeah. that's that, the exact thing you said. Like, these are my people. Yeah. Like, this is my tribe. This is like where I belong. Do they, <laughs> yeah. Can I rent an apartment here and just like, you know, be here 24 seven? And just stay here forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to go back to the real world. This is, is this so heaven. Am I dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope if there is a heaven, I die. That's pretty much where like heaven is going to be. I'm just going to. Yeah. Yeah. Just the comic con <laughs> where your, your feet never get tired or sore. And well, okay. Try cosplaying and then maybe your feet. Will right. <laughs> um yeah speaking of that do you have um do you have any kind of like process you go through in terms of uh 
like deciding what characters you want to do? Um, yeah, so I guess there's not really a process. It's just kind of like the characters that I feel most attached to, I guess. Um, they're also always blonde <laughs> because I hate wearing wigs. Like I refuse to wear wigs. I, I just would be like miserable if I had to do it. Um, so yeah, usually blonde is a, is a big thing for me, but mostly just like if I'm reading comics and I'm like, like I feel really attached to like Supergirl and Black Canary and Batman, but I, I don't really cosplay Batman because the cow, the whole cow thing is just not comfortable. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's really just who I feel connected to, I guess. Mm -hmm. Now, all your I, how much uh, how much uh, work are you putting into your costumes? You said your brother makes them, right? Um, so well, I made this one. Um, my cousin Jason, he kind of was like the one who showed me how to. And cosplay has gone so much further from like when I feel so old from when I started doing this, like. Like the the detail on our super suits was all like puffy, like hand painted, puffy painted. And like I had to, this was like before screen printing existed, like screen printing the, the Kryptonian language on the arm, you know, like I had to like hand puffy paint that on my old suits. Um, but now like you just buy, you just pay for someone to screen print it and then get it sewn by someone else and like voila. Mm -hmm. So it's very different now. Um, but like, I still make like my armor stuff. If there's anything that has like armor, I, I make it out of Warbla, which is a thermoplastic or um, Eva foam. So that, that's always fun. I made these like huge wing things out of like pvc pipe and for all kinds of different materials um it just depends on what what it is mm -hmm. really the wings what was that for um i did like a dc like a dark dc group that was um inspired by an artist it was justice league group but like dark versions um for katsukon one year and so i was dark supergirl and she had like these massive big red wings um yeah that was pretty cool that that would be awesome yeah, yeah for sure the um so you said about eight years or so uh been going to cons uh, and we already talked about how great cons are oh do you feel like everyone is feels like the same feeling or do like different ones have a different vibe to them um i kind of i feel like i've been to a lot of them and um yeah i feel like they're kind of it depends like different area. I like to go to different states, different areas, because then it's always different. Every time I go to ones that are like the same cons every year here, I see the same people who I love seeing, but then it's like, especially if you're not like making a new costume, then it's not, it's, there's nothing like everyone's just like in the same costume, but like different year. I don't know. And it's always kind of just the same, like comic stand, you know, you know, action figure stand, you know, it's like kind of all the same thing, but there's always something different, especially if I'm guesting at them. It's more like a, 
I'm so busy the whole time. I don't really even like notice that I'm at a Comic-Con. It's just kind of like work at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I, you do uh, your own booth at cons? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did the first one, I think it was in Baltimore Comic-Con. And that was like when I first started. And I think I only had like, I don't know, like 3,000 five to 5,000 followers on Instagram or something. Um, and I haven't really done one in this area other than like small conventions since then, but I did awesome con a couple weekends ago and like going from like, I just didn't realize like the amount of people, like I don't realize the amount of people that follow me, I guess. Not that it's like a huge amount compared to other cosplayers, but it's vastly different from like 5,000 to like a hundred thousand. And then like my Facebooks and my TikToks and stuff, like it was crazy. I was like, this is a much different experience than the last time. (laughs) (laughs) So what's when you're having your own booth at Comic-Con, what kind of experience is that like? Is it just a lot of people coming up and talking, wanting to get pictures? How does that all go? Yeah, it's a lot of like, let me, can I take a picture? I mean, it's a lot of people that I know too. Like, you know, I've just seen over years after years, um, friends um but yeah everyone like wants to take a picture with you um photographers want to do shoots with you you're judging costume contests um I sell prints and I like sign them so people are buying those um a lot of people just want to like talk to you about your costumes and how you made it and then you have like the random people who are like (laughs) it's so funny (laughs) they come up and they're like they're like looking like at my sign and like my clothes or one of my costumes. And they're like, so like, you're not the actress. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then they'll be like, so like, what do you do? And I'm like, it's 2022 people. You don't, how do you not know what cosplay is? But like, I'll sit there and explain it to them. Like, it's not some weird fetish thing. Like it's, <laughs> it's like normal. Like, <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Um, do you get, uh, I, I hate to like feel this way, but do you get any of that like creepy vibe from people every now and again? Yeah. Um, I don't get too much, too much. And I don't know if it's because of like most of my costumes are more like, conservative than some other people's um I don't know or like maybe it's the children charity thing but I I only get like a few here and there things um but I do get a lot of people that are like like I forget like how much people are paying attention to my Instagram I think Mm mm-hmm like I would get people who come up to me, like, obviously they're going to want to talk about something. So like, oh, hey, I saw you posted this or this or this. But like, whenever they know, like every comment that's on every photo and like everything that I've commented back, like it gets weird. Cause I'm like, I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, What are you talking about, man? Yeah. <laughs> Cause so. it, just, it feels like for some weird reason, it's the rule of the internet and social media that like, a female can put on a nun outfit and post a picture and there's going to be at least one dude who's like oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i could be like whoops drinking coffee on my balcony in my sweatpants and people be like 
where do you live? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'd no. Love to, I'd love to be right there next week, next to you. I like yeah. coffee too. Like, yeah. I like coffee too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do billions of other earthlings for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's um, what do you, what is the, when you're going to a condo, what is like your favorite part about going? Oh man. Uh, the kids definitely. Um, so that's also another thing. Like, I don't know. I wonder what it is because I know I have a lot of friends who get like really creepy comments and creepy people, things, situations. I never really get that. I always get the like kids who have been kids to, you know, teenage girls who have been following me for a while. And they're like, or like their parents will bring the kids and they're like, Oh, she loves you. Like she always looks at your Instagram every day. And like, I always get those. And I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is great. Like, how did I get so lucky to get this? Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's like, like I have a couple kids that I've known from like just over the past years and they were like babies. And I have like a, my first picture with them as Supergirl or something. And they're like babies. And then they come back every year and then we have like take pictures every year and they just like are they're getting older and I'm just like still in my supergirl outfit. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like slowly getting taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's really cool. The kids Sundays are always the best because it's like chill and the kids are always there. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh by and large, would you say that uh your experience of the cosplay community has been pretty positive? Yeah. yeah yeah i mean i don't really i think i had like one really bad experience only once and yeah i haven't had any been pretty great actually <laughs> that's good like i said it always like i said it just seems to be a rule i had uh somebody who was on um I think it was like a month or so ago and i'm not going to say who it was but we were talking about exactly that and she told me off the air that after a con she had an incident that went on for months with this guy like to the point where it was like contacting the police because it had turned like full-on stalker yeah. and it's just like yeah like i realized that like people need help um but on the other side you know and i think about that because i go to c2e2 in chicago every year mm-hmm. and they always have this big sign up like letting everybody know that like just because somebody is dressed this way is not consent for Cosplay you to, is not consent <laughs> yes which i it, it needs to be said but it's also like sad that it needs to be said like that we even yeah. have to like let people know like you're not allowed to just go like pinch somebody's rear end just because yeah. you feel like it you it's know kind of strange like just because we're in costume they think like that's i don't know it's weird yeah you're suddenly no longer Although it happens whether i'm not in costume too so it doesn't really matter <laughs> like <laughs> It's a matter of what I'm wearing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's, oh gosh, that's unfortunate. Um, so uh, is there, outside of that, I mean, we talked about like feet hurting. Do you have run into any kind of like downsides or things that you don't enjoy about going to cons? Um, I feel like over the past, oh, I hope I don't dig myself a hole with this one. I feel like over the past couple of years, like it's just, it's very cosplay maybe not cons but cosplay is like very competitive I guess because like the followers number game and like a lot of people want that Mm -hmm. um so like there's a ton of drama and like it's just hard to keep up like there was a point where I was like cranking out costumes and it was like easy and I had all these ideas and I was creative and like 
I was the first one to do the things that I wanted to do. And now it's like, there won't even like people wait until like behind the scenes, random photos, like they have other people that will like take pictures behind the scenes so that they can get the pictures of the costumes for new movies and then make them before like the trailers even, you know, are leaked out anywhere. And it's like, how am I supposed to compete with that? Like, like I can't compete wow. with that. So yeah, it's, it's very, because you always want to be the first one to do it. Otherwise nobody else cares basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, if you're the first one to do it, then you like, you know, you get put in articles and you get uh, put in like, like screen rant and like all those other different websites and people want you to do podcasts and <laughs> you don't get yeah. that if you're like the secondary person. Yeah, I didn't realize it was, it was like that super competitive. I mean, it's not like it's one of those things where, you know, the first person to do Lady Thor gets a million dollars. You know what I mean? That, yeah, uh, that's wild. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I do that. There's, you know, and it, it's such a community wise, I feel like it's such a broad base because a lot of it, you have people who just like, whatever, I put together costume for this. And physiologically speaking, if I don't look exactly like the character, I don't really care. And for the most part, the community is extremely accepting of that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's really, really amazing. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, I could see that becoming a very competitive thing. Um, is that when you say like drama around it, is that what you're like referring to as people just being that competitive? Yeah. And I think also because people are like, this is their job too sometimes. Um, and if that's like your sole source of income, then you're going to be like competitive about it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I get it, but like, it's not my sole source of income. So (laughs) I'm like, I, I don't care. I'm doing this for fun. Like I don't, I'm just going to dress up like what I, I want to dress up like, and I'm not going to like constantly be churning out. Like, like there are people who make costumes. I swear. I mean, it must be like on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't have time to drive in traffic for two hours, go to my nine to five and then come home and make costumes on a weekly basis. So yeah, I mean, it's just, and like there are cosplayers who dislike other cosplayers and it's just, there's you know and the normal drama that's in any kind of like click <laughs> anytime thing. there's a large group of people there's always yeah. gonna be yeah just like a <laughs> golf club i don't know what, what, what people do i don't know there's like gangs in the cosplay community hating each other <laughs> yeah. like bloods and crips you know over here's the kryptonians and over here it's the asgardians yeah yeah <laughs> i would pay to see that in a physical fight though i think oh i actually God. would that would be that'd be fun to see i might be able to get it started we don't know <laughs> <laughs> well whoever films it please hold your phone horizontal so we can actually see what's going on yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and i know exactly what you mean they're like people that i follow on um instagram and it's like, just like you were saying, like every week they have like some new thing they've made out of foam or have 3D printed or, and it looks amazing. And I'm like, how do you have time to do that? Yeah. Like, because I, it's your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I, if that was my job, I would be, I would, yeah. I mean, I say I would love for that to be my job, but I, I don't think I would, it's too much stress. Mm. That's too much. <laughs> I really just go sit in my office and you know type some things. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. A lot less pressure that way. The uh, but 
speaking of all that, um, do you have ideas in your head for future cosplay you want to do, things that you would like to do, dream cosplays, anything like that? I've been kind of like in this rut. I don't know if it was because of the pandemic, like there's no there's no like need there was no there was no need to like make new costumes because it was kind of it's kind of like a it's not a rule but it's kind of like a you don't want to wear the same costume to like the same con the next year so like you make new costumes like I, I used to just make new costumes for like the year basically and then I would like make new ones for the next year but now I'm just kind of like I always said I was gonna make all the Supergirls that I could ever make and then I was going to quit cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I have like two more Supergirls left to do. Um, but I just don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have. So I, aside from that, I've been doing a lot of during the pandemic. I've been doing a lot of like modeling for um, DC artists. Um, so I'll get paid to do that. And I mean, it's pretty awesome. Like I just do my own photo shoots in my living room and with, you know, whatever costume they need for the time. And then they draw me and then I'm on a comic book cover. So like I've been doing that really more than thinking about making costumes, I guess. Mm -hmm. Just kind of a creative rut. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. Do they send you a copy of the comic book then after they do it? Yeah, um... It's not a lot. Most of the time they're like the ratio variant covers. So, you know, they'll go for like a hundred bucks a piece and there's only like so many of them. Um, So they only send me one, but I mean, it's cool. That'd be pretty cool to have. Yeah, Yeah. I would say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's me. Um, (laughs) How about, uh, yeah, that um, I I understand that, right? I've I've talked to people who've been there especially and i feel like the pandemic had a lot to do with that because all of a sudden when you're not going to cons for a while yeah it's sort of like the you know especially people that i who i've talked to who were regularly going to multiple cons every single year and it was kind of like just their routine it was like the drive they were in of like costume con 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 costume con con and then all of a sudden it's like once like full break goes on everything for like you know a year and a half two years yeah sometimes it's kind of hard to turn the ignition back over and get that going again yeah, I mean, I think I also realized that like how much time I was spending going to cons, making costumes, how much money I was spending on costumes. And then I took that and like bought a house. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went on vacation finally for the first time in like, you know, however many years. I got a dog. Like, <laughs> I did a bunch of things <laughs> um, since the pandemic. So, I think I realized like, wow, vacation is a lot nicer than going to like seven cons a year. I could save some of my money and just like go to the beach and chill instead of, um, yeah. I'm also older now. Like it's like the new wave of like hot young cosplayers are like rolling in and I'm just like the, they're like, who brought your your grandmother? Yeah. (laughs) Like the old wise one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. I'm one of those people who like, I've been going to cons for probably 15 years now. Um, I've never cosplayed at a con. Um, I've seen a lot of cool cosplayers just like in person, but it's really been um, the last three months that I've really like gone down the rabbit hole into like cosplay on Instagram and getting to follow all these people and getting to meet a lot of them. Um, and it's, it's a wild experience, especially me. I mean, I've got 
the gray and the goatee here. I'm clearly not, you know, a fresh young face right out of high school or anything. Uh, but it, it's an interesting experience. And one of the things I've discovered is it's just all varieties, like across the board, like it is like the UN of like people who are all cosplaying and it's, it's phenomenal to see. Um, one of the things that I, I, I love to ask people for somebody who does cosplay and has done it uh, successfully for a number of years is what advice do you have for people who are wanting to get into cosplay, but might be trepidatious or aren't quite sure how to get into it? What advice would you give someone like that? Um, just don't, I mean, it's easier said than done, but don't be afraid to like, try it all don't be afraid to do it first of all don't be afraid to just experiment with different like materials and because there are a lot of times where I'm like you know I don't know how to I don't know 3d print or I don't know how to work with this specific material and you really just it's like trial and error um sometimes it costs money but it usually works out in the end like once you watch enough youtube videos and figure it out um but that was a big part of my like not wanting to cosplay because i was always like afraid to try for some reason i don't know why um yeah just don't be afraid to be creative make your own costumes make your own original cosplays that's something that i like to do a lot is like not like like take the characters but like kind of try to make them my own so it's not exactly the same as the comics um yeah don't be afraid you will find someone that likes something that you like like even if it's like the smallest little like niche thing there's someone out there <laughs> that will like it um even for those weird, obscure anime people, um, <laughs> somebody <laughs> likes that out there. And that person is probably at Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that is where you will find your people, you know. Yeah. Um, and I say that it, it amazes me sometimes how I will meet people who are nerds, who are really into comics, really into anime or any of that kind of stuff. And then you'll like bring up a con to them and they're like, you know, I've never been to a con. And you're like, what are you doing? I know. Like, what never... are you possibly doing? There are a lot of them I've found recently. They're like, yeah, I go, you know, every Wednesday, I go to my box at the comic book store and I read my comics. And I'm like, so you've never been to a con though? And they're like, nah, like, isn't that just for like cosplay now? And I'm like, not really. Like, it's for everything. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> literally anything you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, um, and it's been really cool. Like I said, somebody who's been going to cons for 15 years, the, level in it i guess where you were talking about the competitiveness definitely makes a whole ton of sense um because the the quality of the cosplay over that like decade and a half yeah there's been such a explosion and a lot of it's because you know we have youtube and stuff like that now people can share like tutorials and you can see how a lot of this stuff is done i mean i remember like one of the first cons i go to and there were a couple cool cosplay but in terms of like you know, a lot of it was stuff that like didn't quite fit quite right yeah. or, you know, yeah. was a little bit off or and God love them for trying. I'm not trying. I would never bash anybody for their cosplay. Um, but now it's like you walk around a con and you're like, are like Marvel and DC studios in the back, and like putting these people in costume and sending them out on the floor. Cause oh my God. That's what I'm saying. It's so hard. Like <laughs> I can't compete with that. It's crazy. The stuff people do. I don't, I feel like I started off really strong and I should have like, 
I should have like eased into it a little more. You know, like I should have done like a really bad one. And I feel like the first one I did was like pretty good. Uh-huh. That's what happens when you're rookie of the year. Like after that, it's just, you're like, then you're just constantly trying to keep yeah. up competitively with it. Um, so uh, do, you, do you have cons planned here in the future that you're going to? So I just, so of course I like guessed it at, guessed it at Awesome Con and I was like, I don't think I'm going to like do this again. I think I'm just going to go like maybe one day to whatever ones I want to go to. Like I always try to go to New York Comic Con just like as a, a person, you know, hanging out. Um, but then I like got on this talent agency um, group and I think they're like put, trying to push us all out to like different cons um, that they have to hook up with. So and have this whole list. I don't know which ones I'm approved for yet, but there's like a whole list of them. And I'm like, but I wasn't going to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now I am, but yeah. at least this way, like, you know, they'll pay for the hotel hopefully. And like, you know, maybe pay for the appearance fee or whatever. So I guess I can still take vacation. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. And you have to, you have to understand that at this point in time, your soul is not yours. You belong to the community. I know. Uh, man. Yeah. No. You have, a, you have service time to do. I know. <laughs> I've done my time. First of all. <laughs> that is fair. Um, yeah. I should be retired by now. <laughs> But it does make a difference when, uh, like you said, when they're going to pay for all the travel and everything, you don't have to go through the hassle of buying flights and getting hotels and travel, you know, if they're going to take care of the bill on it, then heck, if, by the way, anybody out there who wants to take care of my travel expenses for a con, (laughs) I will take you up on that offer in a heartbeat. So (laughs) I think C2E2 is actually one of the ones that was on the list. Do it. Do it. Wait, see, that's the one in... Chicago? Chicago, Chicago, August 5th through the 7th. Yeah, but I think I said no to it because I'm, I am I go to Chicago for Riot Fest, which is like a music festival every year. So I think I was like, no, I don't want to go. I don't need to go to Chicago twice in a year. Boo. <laughs> that's going to, that's good. That's my home con. That's like the one that's like just a hop and a skip down the road for me. I love to get to. Uh, have you ever been to WonderCon? No, I have no. not. That's, uh, I, that one I'm like, that's my own thing. I'm real. I've never been to WonderCon. Uh, so many people I talk to are like, dude, that is like the con. Yeah. Um, and that's in March. And I plan on going to that one. I'm like crazy excited for it. And I, you shouldn't be that like this excited for something that far out. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause it's still, it's still <laughs> yeah. a ways, a ways away until we get there. But yeah. um, so we'll start um, an online um, petition to get you to C2E2. I think. <laughs> I think we could do that. That won't be a problem. Um, <laughs> well, I always wanted to go to C2E2. Like, even before I started guesting, I was like, I, I don't know why. Everyone just always said it was awesome. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I want to go there, but I never, never made it. Yeah, it's been a real breath of fresh air because for a long time in Chicago, we had Wizard World. Yeah. Um, and Wizard World was great. And then eventually, like, I don't know what it was. Like, it just it felt so over corporatized that yeah. everything was just a billboard in your face. And then it like, yeah. it felt like the space got smaller, but there were more people there. Like you felt like, like, am I at Comic-Con or am I at a mosh pit convention? No. Because you <laughs> yeah. know that's how they feel sometimes. And then that one kind of began to fade into obscurity and then C2E2 popped up. And ever since then, that's just been like the place to go. It is, yeah. it's, it's such a fun con. Um, so easy to get to, you know, like there, if you have a room, there's like, 
a hotel right across the street with a skywalk directly into the convention center. Okay. And it's like, those are great, especially like anybody I've talked to or people I know who cosplay. It's like, yeah. you don't have to get in costume in a parking garage two blocks <laughs> away and walk through Chicago in March when it might be 15 degrees out, oh you know? God. Yeah. We did that. Um, that was one of the, God, one of the cons we went to years ago and my wife wanted to cosplay and she cosplayed as the white queen um, from the X-Men. And she had the blonde wig, had the midriff showing and everything. And um, we didn't have a hotel room. We had to park in the parking garage. that was like across the street from the convention center. Well, it's at the McCormick place, which is a huge building. And we didn't realize like where we parked, like C2E2 was on the completely other side of the building. Mm-hmm. And my and it was like 20 degrees outside. And my mm-hmm. wife was like, I don't care. Find the closest entrance to the building and we're going in. So we went in and where we went in is where they were having the national gynecological conference <laughs> you know and uh my wife was just like i don't care we're going to see to eat you so she threw her head and shoulders back and just like marched right through the middle of it oh my you god know? yeah and i'm tagging along with her in like a captain america t-shirt and a backpack like waving it everywhere like hi folks hi folks. and all the heads were like you know they were like oh yeah those nerd people are here yeah. in the same building yeah. that was um that was an experience i'll never ever forget that one <laughs> hilarious yeah there's been a lot of those like in baltimore every during baltimore comic con every year i don't even really go there that much anymore because they don't like cosplayers there but when i did go it was always like in the whenever football season is time fall oh. time so it and they have like the heat the ravens there i don't like football they have the ravens there you couldn't <laughs> tell and it would be like we would be either entering the building and the stadium is like right next to the convention center so like we it would all be leaving at like the same time and it was just like this mass of like nerds in costumes and then like nerds wearing their like you know all purpled out like face paint like <laughs> and they were like looking at us like what's wrong with these men? Like, why are they in costume and we're looking at them like okay but like you just sat outside watching people throw balls around like <laughs> you're weird <laughs> yeah i that's your god you are you nailed it on the head like D is stupid i play fantasy football yeah like, like it's the same thing buddy what the hell? <laughs> right yeah i'm gonna put on orange face paint and go scream for a bunch of men who yeah. aren't even from this city yeah, but yeah. you're a nerd for dressing up like wolverine okay yeah, yeah totally they know totally. like everything about the guys like they they know their stats they know like how many games they've played like okay bro yeah yeah believe me if i ever know another man's exact height and weight slap me because like i like and i know like because i I am a sports fan but not like a crazy one um and when people say to me like oh have you seen so-and-so he's coming in you know they just drafted him from oregon and he's six foot three 258 pounds and i'm like whoa like that's not information (laughs) i need okay like is he good or not okay he's good great cool awesome yeah Yeah. I, i just and they're like, well, I just don't understand why, like in face paint, I just don't understand why you're wearing a cape. Why are you wearing a red cape? And I'm like, I don't understand what you're doing either. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our building has air conditioning. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and right. heat, you know, if, it, if it's winter. Well, uh, cool. We're, uh, we're getting, uh, we're getting up against the clock here. Uh, lady, I want to thank you, uh, so very much, uh, for taking the time out to talk to me. Um, anything you want to say on the way out? Uh, 
thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to cosplay. Don't be afraid to Comic-Con. That's it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lady. Well, uh, you have a good one, and uh, we'll talk to you again in the future. All right, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. All right, folks. So that was the podcast with Lainey Fenny. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun talking. Um, I want to thank everyone out there for supporting this podcast, liking, subscribing, all those things that make the world turn nowadays. Um, I'm going to get out of here before I go. I, I just want to say I love all of you. Hope you take care of each other and we'll talk to you next time.